Geico presents, oh, uh, not again, another voicemail from your roommate. Hey, man, so I was in a rush to get to work and I left the back door open. Could you shut it? I left it wide open. Uh, while you're there, could you also turn off the oven and all of the burners? <laughs> My mom never let me use the oven. I wonder why. <laughs> The GEICO Insurance Agency could help keep your personal property protected, like if it's your roommate's first time operating an oven. Visit GEICO.com to see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Audio. This episode of This Feels Terrible is brought to you by WarbyParker.com. WarbyParker.com is an amazing, uh, super cool eyewear company, and I'm very excited that they're sponsoring the episode. You can go to warbyparker.com slash Aaron to learn more about their home try-on program. And I'll uh, talk about them a little bit more later on in the show. Speaking of, let's get to that. Let's get to the show. This feels terrible. Welcome. This is This Feels Terrible, the podcast. I'm your host, Erin McGathy. I'm so happy that you are joining me today, this beautiful uh, morning or afternoon or evening, wherever you are. Uh, so I, I get a lot of questions uh, through our This Feels Terrible Gmail address, and I'd say that about half of the questions that I, I receive from uh, listeners to our This Feels Terrible at Gmail email address are about uh, male-female friendships. Um, that includes, you know, if, if the stuff about being in the friend zone, quote-unquote friend zone, uh, whether or not it's cool to be friends of the opposite sex when you're in a committed relationship, um, how to... Uh, I don't know if if you should be friends with somebody because you're worried that maybe they have feelings for you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and it's a it's a complicated subject. And I know that I've said on the show several times before that it's uh, it's hard for um, it's sometimes hard for men and women to to have platonic relationships when one party is in a like really committed relationship. Um, I. I happen to have uh, three very close friends who I've been friends with for a long time um, named Zach, Eddie, and Brandon. Uh, that's Zach Huddleston, Brandon Barrick, and Eddie Geller. And uh, they, we, they are my platonic guy friends, and uh, they're my, my closest male friends. Um, not also Dustin Marshall is also one of my closest male friends. Uh, <laughs> these guys are my my my, my closest oldest male friends, um, and uh, they they uh, they're they're great, and we are very close. But like I wanted to do an episode uh, featuring my guy friends so we could talk about our friendship because um, our, my 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 relationship with the three of them hasn't always been platonic. You'll find out in this episode. We discussed that. Um, they're uh, they're friends with they're friends with Dan and uh, and hang out with with Dan and and everything's cool. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying everything's cool as if things wouldn't be, but I, I don't know. I guess that's complicated. There's something about 
there's something about my friendship with these three guys that uh, that remains. It's really my friendships with them have really stood the test of time. Um, and uh, I, I really adore these guys. I spent Thanksgivings with them, Christmases with them, and I have a feeling we'll be we'll be friends for life. Uh, it's a this is my my first episode with with three guests at once, and I think that uh, sometimes it can it, it'll sound a little chaotic, which is fine, chaotic in a good way. Uh, but if you want to see, I'm a visual person. Um, if I was listening, I'd want to see what these guys look like. <laughs> um, also, I mean, check them out. They're single. Uh, I'm sure they're cringing right now listening to this. But I'm posting there. I'm going to post uh, some some pictures of of us from the past past years on the Tumblr and the Facebook page, and I'll, I'll tweet them out so you can see what they look like. Um, God, there's no way to say that in a way that doesn't sound terrible, so you can see what they look like. Uh, if you if you don't want to see a picture, if you're somebody who really believes in the theater of the mind, um, Eddie is. Uh, all three of them are are tall and handsome. Eddie has has curly hair. It's kind of a blondish, sandy blonde hair. Um, let that inform your your visual as you as you please uh zach huddleston is uh is is very muscly and he kind of looks like um liam neeson uh a little bit (laughs) uh i'm like i can't believe that i'm allowed to do this like they're not in the studio at all and i can say whatever i I want and i uh see this is how close our friendship is (laughs) that i know that everything's gonna be fine after this um brandon barrick is uh has kind of like sweepy longish uh boy bandish hair and it's it's dark he has dark brown hair and he looks like a more handsome grown-up version of the kid with Asperger's from Parenthood so <laughs> look up all of these things he also looks like Jack White so he looks like Jack White and the and the kid from Parenthood. All three of them very very handsome. And stay tuned at the end of the episode I'm going to be answering a few of your audience questions. All right, let's get to the show. I don't know the first thing yeah, I'm going to introduce each of you. Okay. This is the guy friends episode. This is the <laughs> guy friends. Guy friends. <laughs> that's, that's good. Um, so I've Gee invited. Friends. I wanted to to discuss male female uh, friendships and uh, being. You know, I talk a lot on the podcast about you know boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. And so I invited on three three guys who I've. I don't know. How long have I known you guys? Five years? Oh, no. no. Longer. Really? I think like six or seven, right? Yeah. Did we meet? I think we met in 2006. Six. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So seven seven years. Huh. Well, they've flown by. <laughs> well, <you laughs> by, knew... by 22%. Or <laughs> you knew Eddie more longer than you knew Zach and I. Yeah, I did know him more longer. I sure did. You sure did know him more longer. I met him down at the creek before you guys had walked down. I remember it was one of them summers where we had four full moons. You don't get those all the time. But but you have known 
some of us more biblically than others. <laughs> more biblically. <laughs> All right. Uh, spoilers. <laughs> um, so I've okay. So I've known known you guys for seven years, but I only knew Eddie for a little bit longer yeah. than you guys. Um, and uh, I we we've done a lot of improv together. We know yeah. each other through. Uh, improv Olympic and the in the improv scene, but then became I, I I latched onto your group of friends and became became good friends. We spent Thanksgivings together, etc., and some s- sexy time. <laughs> sexy time. <laughs> I'll leave the room for this portion. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so let's 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 find out who each of you are. Uh, Zach uh, Huddleston, comic. Writer, um, where are you from? I know, but <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Tell, tell, for the record, uh, tell everyone where you're from. For the for the court records, uh, Zach Huddleston, Slate, Slate, um, from Florida. Uh, I grew up in North Florida. Went to the University of Florida, where I met the two gentlemen to my right. Uh, spoilers. Also, and- audio. <laughs> And uh, uh, Brandon and I moved to Los Angeles at the same time, one year after Eddie had moved to Los Angeles. We were all good friends in college, and we remained good friends in Los Angeles. Right. There you go. And and, and right now, I mean, I guess we don't have to talk about what we're all doing right now. (laughs) Cut it. (laughs) Unless you want to talk about what you're doing right now. Comedy stuff. I'm writing for a website and... Making funny, you know the same shit. Oh, are you? What's your what's your dating status? Ooh, you're going on a lot of dates. It, it is. It, yeah, it's interesting right now. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of seeing a couple women at various stages of seriousness. <laughs> and I mean, and you know me, and you know when I say like couple seeing a couple women, like that's the exception. That's not like. You know, what six women is Zach seeing this month? That's, that's unusual for me to be seeing more than zero women at right. a time. But yeah. historically, you've you've had times when uh, when I'll ask you like, oh, how's how's Zach versus the ladies? And you're like, oh, I'm going out with like ten or ten or so women. Like you go through these stages of like <laughs> it, casually it, dating a lot. Well, and it's usually it's usually coincides with whether I'm on OK Cupid or or right. whatever, which I'm not right now. And this is the heaviest traffic for. Zach Love Turnpike uh, without, without the benefit of Okay Cupid. I also uh, folks, some serious I, tolls on that Turnpike, yeah. ladies. <laughs> Pavement's a little rough, but um, yeah, no, it's it's good. I don't I don't know that anything is like special or like I'm, that I'm particularly excited about anybody. Should we have any? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so no shout. <laughs> and, and we have both of Zach dating <laughs> partners on the lobby. <laughs> Morning, ladies. So, I imagine so like one of these so girls. Thrilling. Is, what, what will happen next in your love life? I was just thinking about like one of these girls being really excited about you and be like, "Oh my God, Zach's on a podcast. I wonder if he'll mention me." And she's just run into a tree. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're we're taping this in two thousand and nine, right? <laughs> uh, so sh- shout out to Tanya. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. right. So uh, next, and and Dan's uh, Dan, my boyfriend Dan's uh, nickname for you is Muscles. <laughs> That gives anybody an idea, muscles. Because this will, this maybe this will turn into a, a dating show. <laughs> we have to date each other. <laughs> <laughs> Any more than you do now. Uh, all right. Uh, next we have. Next we have. Like it's a game show. Um, 
I'm going to go through and edit it, edit through all this. No, static. this is good. This is good. <laughs> uh, to your to your right, we have Brandon. Brandon Merrick. Welcome, Brandon. Hello. Happy to be here. Brandon, where are you from? I'm also from Florida, a town called Fort Myers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also went to home the University of, the... of Florida, home of the uh, the Edison Ford Winter Home, as well as the or Edison Edi- Thomas Edison and Henry Ford Winter Homes. Separately, <laughs> they live next to each other. Is a how is a winter home different from like a nursing home? Uh, well, I mean, it was that's where they would spend their winters because it's so nice and warm down in Fort Myers. Oh, it's actually their homes. Yeah, it was. Their, oh, I thought they were like no, they built homes for old people named after Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison was living in New Jersey, hated okay. it. It got so cold in the winter, so he was like, "Oh, I'm going to go down to Fort Myers where there was nothing." Mm-hmm. Uh, he built a big house, I'm sure. Uh, Probably broke a lot of laws doing it, right. uh, and then he. It convinced- was someone else's idea to build the house. Yeah, yeah, he, he stole said, it. Well, he I'll stole it. Tesla was the first Tesla one. Tesla was down there, and he, he stole it from him. Uh, for, for just a moment, I thought Winter Homes was a person. <laughs> I wish he'd be a cool guy. Oh. Edison Ford Winter Homes—that's the most hipster fucking name ever. <laughs> he was an assassin, uh, but Edison loved it, so he made his—he made Henry Ford move down there too, so right. they could be closer. Yeah. Uncommon friends, some say. Uh, really? Yeah. Is that for real? It is for real. And well, then they actually, and then they had, because uh, like Edison, Ford, Firestone, and uh, Lindbergh would like hang out all the time. Like they were all like buddies. Uh, and then this guy who was like kind of friends with in that little circle of that little grouping wrote a book about all of them. There's like, there's pictures from when they would travel together. They would go on these like road trips. And this is, yeah, uh, this is like when you would like pack up your little car. I'm sure it was a, a, a Ford, uh, like a Model <laughs> T or something. You pack it up and you would just drive down these like roads and camp wherever you stopped. And, uh, and they would like travel like that all the time. They were, they were good buddies. They would plan how to uh, keep poor people poor, uh, run the government, you know, all that shadowy stuff. Uh, uh, support the Nazis. Yeah, yeah. That kind of stuff. Wow. Speaking of good, good buddies. <laughs> uh, so you moved out here at the same time yeah, as Zach. Eddie convinced us to move out and moved out at the same time Tricked as Tricked us, some would say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been out here uh, ever since. Been, been. I've always been living with Zach the whole time I'm out here. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, my longest can... relationship by far. And what's your what's your dating? I'm like, I'm in this thing now. I don't even want to date like anybody. Uh, I've just been kind of doing you doing me on the regular. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't know. You know, I was, I've, I've always kind of gone from like big relationship to big relationship. And, uh, this right now I just kind of, it, it really seems daunting. Like the idea of starting a whole new relationship and, uh, I'm sure I won't always feel this way, but mm-hmm. just the idea of even like dating and like. I've made myself really busy, maybe on purpose, maybe subconsciously. I don't know, and I, I kind of just enjoy that right now. I mean, there's certain there's certain things I miss about relationships. You know, I miss all the affection and like uh, having someone to do something for. Right. Uh, you know, I I find myself uh, finding excuses to make <laughs> things for other people and stuff because I miss all of that. Yeah. Uh, but. My birthday is coming up. I know. I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm going to build an elaborate costume for it, I'm sure. <laughs> it's not a costume party, but we're building a elaborate yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's a costume party, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Cool. You were just doing a bit, right, Zach? <laughs> because you have to dress up. Okay, good, good, good. Thank goodness. It's uh, like Eyes Wide yeah. Shut, right? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> uh, who you just heard is Eddie. Eddie Geller. Hi there. Are you going by Ed Geller? 
Because no, now you're doing um, more unless, distinguished things and you have that sweater. I do have a sweater on. <laughs> uh, unless someone calls me Ed, Zach calls me Ed, uh, but I usually introduce myself as Eddie, Eddie mm-hmm. Geller. I don't mind either. I'm just happy someone's talking to me. <laughs> and uh, and where, where do you hail from? I am also from Florida, from Clearwater, Florida. And I went to the University of Florida where I met Zach and Brandon and moved out to Los Angeles in 2006. And then you you were you just moved back to Los Angeles from New York. That's correct. I was in New York for <laughs> it was so formal. Well, I, I'm wearing a sweater for goodness <laughs> sakes. That is correct. <laughs> Accurate. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was in New York for two years. I worked on a documentary, and then I worked for a production company. And I thought I was going to be in New York in perpetuity, but then I came back here for a job that ended up firing me right before I came back. So, I mean, it's like, I'm living the dream, I, w- I think I would say. Well, technically, being unemployed in Los Angeles is the dream. That's true. That's yeah. very true. Um, what uh, What's your what's your situation, dating-wise? I'm, I'm super single. and uh, <laughs> Guys, I'm, look around the room. <laughs> uh, and I think, I, I'm not looking forward to to dating in Los Angeles. I think dating in New York was much easier, and I think it's it's just tougher here in L.A. Why do you think it was easier? <clears throat> I, I don't know. There's, I mean, I feel New York is more social, and um, I don't know. I mean, w- we all sort of think we have our own things that make us special, and I think, and this is so, <laughs> I mean, maybe Brandon doesn't, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I think whatever I have going for me, and this is, Probably total bullshit, but I feel like in New York, it I don't know, it played better. I don't know. Does that make any sense? <laughs> I feel like in L.A., you know, it's like... What, you're saying, like, New York appreciates, like, witty Jewish boys a little <laughs> bit more? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's all in my head, and it's like... I don't know. I think there's something to that. <laughs> you're really good at, like, riding subways. <laughs> so, the way so, you put out, you have headphones, and you uh, look like you're, you you're really... It. You should see him order a hot dog. It's incredible. <laughs> it's incredible. This, this reminds me so much, because when we were in college and did improv together, and we were in this troupe of five dudes, the joke was always like... Eddie's great at reading all the improv books. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, like, Brandon's great at characters, and Zach's great with jokes. And Eddie's such a good reader. <laughs> he schedules everything so well. That's funny. Oh, I forgot to say, for Brandon, in the middle, Dan's nickname is Sweepy Hair. I'm trying to give the yes. audience a, a It visual. was originally Muscles. <laughs> no. <laughs> but then Dan then he turns his head. head. <laughs> He's like, oh, this is Zach. That's Brandon. Oh. Oh. Uh, that makes more sense. Why would I call this guy Muscles? <laughs> um, and Dan doesn't have a, have a nickname for Eddie yet, but he will. What do you, maybe, I don't know. Shitmeister. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer not to relive my middle school years. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, well, thanks for being on the podcast. Thanks for having Does us. Does Meister, I mean, is that derived from something? I mean, I feel like that's like monger, right? You're a blank meister. You're a blank, like a fishmonger or a fishmeister. I was just curious. Hey, it's the fishmeister. That sounds awful. What if if you're... That is your OK Cupid name, isn't it? Fishmeister. What if you're a shystermeister? Shystermeister. Shystermeister. Dustin, is there coffee? (laughs) Is that part of your cleanse? Can you have coffee? but... What? No, 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 just the coffee. You went crazy. I mean, not technically. I'm not allowed to have it on the cleanse, but I'd rather have a Who's a watching, good, huh? A good podcast. Who do you have to answer to when it comes to the cleanse? 
Um, wow, I love that the three of you aren't dating. Okay, well, we're going to... He's dating a ton of people. Well, I'm dating, but not serious. I, no. I don't have right, a girlfriend. Right, right. I don't have a girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like I'm... Brandon's also Ugh. coming out of a long-term relationship. Not to throw you under the bus, but right? Like, yeah. That's true, right? But so that, 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 that ended, influences I mean, it's very, your feelings. I think it's very telling ended. that you say not to throw you under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> As if a long-term relationship. I go from like long-term relationship to long-term yeah. relationship. But the last one ended like a year ago. Oh. More than a year Has ago. Has it been that long? Yeah. But that's that's much more recent than either Eddie or I coming out of a long term yeah, relationship. True. So. We've been we've been more single more longer. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I mean, you haven't dated anyone for a long time. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, well, like I mean you've, you've been, been in a relationship, relationship for a long yeah. time. Oh, right. Does that feel weird? Like, um, do you miss dating or anything like that? Or I mean, I don't think you, you don't miss dating. But are there things about dating that you miss? Ooh, like waking up next to uh, to a melted carton of ice cream and not remembering how I got it in my bed. Were you dating ice cream? <laughs> think, about, think about how the ice cream felt. Yeah. Yeah. When you I got ice cream with somebody's husband. <laughs> you were like, are you Rocky Road? How are you Ponting, goddammit? <laughs> Uh, how drunk uh, were you last night? Uh, oh, just, you gotta get me in a freezer, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean uh, you don't have a freezer? I'm thinking about that specific time. I think I must have told you about this. Or there must have been a, a picture where I was coming home from like hanging out with some guy and it didn't go well. So I, I went into 7-Eleven. <laughs> it was across the street from me. Went into the 7-Eleven. I was in there all the time and grabbed a pint of chocolate ice cream. And I guess, according to them, just kind of gave them the nod. <laughs> One time a day was it? it? No, I didn't pay for it. Oh my god! <laughs> I put this on my tab. <laughs> <laughs> like it was my freezer. <laughs> and it, it was it was probably like two thirty or something. A.M. Yeah. P.M. <laughs> A.M. Okay. Uh, I don't know if it's better if it was. A.M. or P.M. But I, I, I brought it into bed with me, I guess, and then woke up and I was like... <laughs> I guess. I, I thought that I had shit all over my bed. <laughs> <laughs> because it's a pool of brown liquid. Uh, <laughs> you had your chocolate, period. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, uh, no, I don't, I don't really... I mean, I well, guess, like, I, I, miss, I miss doing new things. <laughs> I don't miss doing new people necessarily, <laughs> um, but I do. I do miss like when you're dating somebody for the first time, and this this has become really clear in my relationship where we live in this great house and people come over and we have the four spots that we go to, and it's really really nice. But I can't I can't be, you know, manic pixie dream girl Aaron and say like let's go to the park and feed the birds because Dan would be like no I don't want to go to the park and feed the birds. <laughs> that sounds awful. They can get their own food. <laughs> I sometimes I sometimes think dating is higher highs and lower lows, which yeah. is yeah. which is not to deride anyone who's in a great relationship or whatever, because those mm-hmm. highs are high. But like you know, meeting someone new who whom you might have a connection with gets so exciting, and then when you're single and you're not seeing anyone, it's just like it can be really like really a bummer. You, what is it like being single and not seeing anyone? It's great. Yeah, you've never <laughs> had that experience, have no, you? No. The entire time I've known you, you've gone through like either very intense monogamy or very intense whatever the opposite of monogamy. <laughs> <laughs> monogamy intense, with everybody the world. else. Uh, <laughs> well, constant. And, and, whereas I, I like, I'll date somebody for like a couple months, and then I'll go six months without like dating anybody. And I don't know. I think I've had this conversation with a lot of people, including. In my own family, because my sister is the same way. And, like, how did we end up this way? And it's like, I think I'm 
super it's a mix of like I'm super comfortable being alone. Like I don't I don't really if I don't like see somebody for two months it doesn't bother me or six months or whatever, it doesn't bother me. Right. And like super picky and uh like uh, easily annoyed, so like, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, not dating that much. <laughs> I, I always, I don't know. I always question it when you say you're super picky. What do you? What does that mean? Oh, because you? you've seen some of the women I've dated. <laughs> <laughs> we have them right here in the lobby. Photo evidence. <laughs> he'll give, well, he'll give it, anyone a chance. <laughs> <laughs> but the way that you like describe the women that you like or date, it's always they're always like. Big broad strokes. Like you say that you're super picky, but then you're like, oh well, this 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 woman, she's great. She has a face, and like <laughs> we we went to this restaurant, and she was able to like pick out something from the menu. <laughs> we'll see where it goes. <laughs> you know? um, well, I think. Well, and I should be more specific. I'm super picky about like month two. Right. You know what I mean? Or or like I I I'm super picky about like what am I who am I willing to like work for. Mm-hmm. I think I'll, like, date anybody, like, casually until it becomes work. And then yeah. I'm, like, done. You know, she's not perfect. I'm out. You know? Right. Well, what is your – I guess, yeah, the entire time I've known you, known you, you you dated one girl for – or I guess a couple. You've had a couple, like, longer things. But what do you what do you think is really important in a, in a relationship or in a partner? Like, what do you want from a girl? Well, like, the older I get – I'm uh, 72 years old. Um, <laughs> now, the older I get, I think it becomes more and more important – well, like, above all, smart. Like, has to be super duper smart. Like, preferably smarter than me, which is almost impossible, but. <laughs> nice try, ladies. Hardly any of the women get past the written exam. Yeah, yeah. That's mine, too. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think you guys probably agree about this, right? Like, that becomes more and more important. Like, just and and not even just obviously I don't I don't really care that much about like book smarts or or, or formal education but like just straight up sex smarts <laughs> <laughs> straight up sex smarts does you know what to do with it um, uh, but you know like uh, ability to hold a conversation actually I, in fact I find specifically I find like social smarts are like the most attractive thing in a woman like who can not only like hold a conversation with you and is like great and fun but like when you introduce her to people like you have no fear of like this is gonna get awkward. Right. Or like you have to babysit her. Like she's gonna be great no matter who. Like that's the dream. I feel like she's gonna be great around anybody. Like my mom or my buddy or anything. You must have been so overwhelmed when you met me. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, when's this woman gonna put on pants? <laughs> Are you making an actual joke about my clothes? I mean, well, I, I, I did go be, through a long that, time. That could be interpreted I, as putting skirts on, or that right. could be. Um, you wearing nothing below the waist. I don't know. It's neither. You're fine. You're great. <laughs> Jeez. Um, all right. Cool. I didn't know we were going to get so pants critical. So critical <laughs> pants. I think it's. I think it's tough too. I've had this conversation with some people lately, where because uh, I'm 30, I'm like, I think. And maybe uh, you know, this is my experience in Los Angeles, but I feel like if you're like a 30 year old guy, um, it's really easy to. Uh, to be attractive to like younger women uh, in the range of like 21 to like 25 or right. something. Especially they, when you have, and I love your hair, but you like, you know, when you have like boy bands. Yeah, I look like, when you look like a 13 year old boy, uh, <laughs> 21 year old women love it. No, I think, and I think, you know, you're, you're attractive to younger women because you're older, you're a little more mature, you're not acting like one of these jackasses walking around with 
Beats by Dre's or something, you know, and their right. p- their pants sagging uh, and stuff. <laughs> Again, pants <laughs> critical. Pants. Uh, pants. No, but but like these these uh, younger girls, you know, they're they're young girls, and they might be looking for like something super serious, and like maybe they have never they've never had a big relationship before, you know. They're they're expecting you to like guide their hand through the world of of a relationship, and like that just seems exhausting now. And I don't want to go through that because it's gonna be it's gonna be super all over the place and crazy, mm-hmm. but like. Uh, the girls that I'm attracted to who are my age, they're into like older dudes who are in their late 30s, early 40s, way more successful and like right. really have their shit together. And so it's like this weird kind of middle ground of like, oh, you know, uh, five years ago, I would have loved to date, you know, these younger girls, but they were going for an older guy. And now I'm yeah. stuck in this kind of weird middle ground where I can't seem to attract to my age. My cooking, my cooking skills? <laughs> well, I don't know. It's just, that's that's interesting. I haven't, it just, it, of it. And it that seems, and like, you know, there's tons of examples of it everywhere. And it's just like a weird, I think it's a, a weird age. And maybe this is like the new dynamic for being a man or whatever. I don't know. You hear about that stuff all the time. Well, and but, it's tough. Like, it's tough for us. It's, it's hard to date up in age for us. Yeah. Because when you start getting into like early to mid 30s and women, often it's like biological clock ticking time and sure, they want something yeah. super serious right off the bat. They don't want their time to be wasted. Yeah. Well, and it's scary now because like, you know, I only want to get married once, uh, hopefully. But, you know, if, if you get married now and you're going to live to be 100, 120 or something, like that's a long time to be with a person and... Who's living to 120? <laughs> well, I mean... Ray Kurzweil's uh, gonna get there. You know, uh, people are living longer and longer and technology grows yeah. exponentially, healthcare grows exponentially and uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's, it seems like very daunting to pick someone now and spend the rest of your life with them. I don't know. And why should we even get married? Who knows? Should people waste their time getting married? Yeah, I don't know. Five-year contracts, man. What is that? What do you mean? It's like instead of like death do us part, right? You you make your um your marriage like a renewable five year contract. Where at the end of every five years, you like look at each other and you're like, "Be doing this for five more." <laughs> you know? But you can't but look at each other in between the five years, <laughs> <laughs> right? But don't you think that 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 makes it so like if you have any low and you do like uh, every relationship has highs and lows and your relationship is made relationships are made stronger i think if you can get through those lows like don't you think that that would make you know two, 2.5 years in it's a low and then someone changes their attitude to well i'm going to i'm going to work on this relationship because it's still de- death to us part but like uh, i can i can sit this out for two and well, a half but, years. but don't you also think that like Rest of my life is so it can be such an intimidating number, yeah. you know. Like like Brandon said, that could be like seventy years for us, right? Like right. whereas like let me let me get through the next twenty six months and then <laughs> reevaluate. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I would want to do that. But it's an interesting concept of five years. I don't know the the number. I don't know. Maybe this is a this is a male female thing. But I don't know because because women there are tons of women who feel the same way. I don't when I think of the all the number of years staying with one person, it's only comforting to me. Yeah. No, I, there's no, certainly no that is attractive that. too, but it's, it's scary because like what if you, I don't know, you, you say like going through the lows makes it stronger or, but what is it like, What? but it could also be just like, oh, we went through that horrible low period. I'm not giving up on this because I had to go through all this crap with her. Uh, we're going right. to stay together. 
But I mean, that's an awful well, way to look at any yeah, sort of no, that's, relationship. Yeah, no, that's no good. I mean, I also don't think that people should stay in bad relationships, obviously. But so when do, lows, when's the lows, point? When I think of lows, I'm thinking of like home shopping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thinking of uh, lows as in, and I haven't. I mean, I've only been in my relationship for two years, so we haven't had any like real lows. But when I think of lows, what? <laughs> There's some podcast episodes out there in the ether that beg to give Well, maybe your definition of okay, love. Well, fine, fine. But, like, but that's because you hate talking about your feelings. So it's like, no, that's no, no. And, and you know what? Yeah, it's all relative. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, okay, fine. So, so yeah, so like the Pittsburgh thing, so the Harmontown tour, that wouldn't, I wouldn't call that a, that wasn't a low, it's weird because it wasn't a life low, but for our relationship, it was a difficult thing because we literally couldn't talk to each other ever and it was I think it was a low for me but it wasn't a low for our relationship it was a low for my relationship with my relationship but it was all fine (laughs) (laughs) really it really was all fine and like after the Pittsburgh Pittsburgh episode everything was okay it it was it was fine it was about a million different things everything was fine I'm fine everything's great (laughs) (laughs) but you guys have like a very like emotional relationship I mean you guys are so willing to like just lay it all out there in front of everybody like that's my biggest fear is being so open uh, not only with my partner but with anybody you know like just Putting it all out there. Maybe, maybe this is wrong. This is this idea just occurred to me, and maybe it's probably maybe wrong. this is really a, a dumb theory. But maybe we we make the audience like the jury sometimes. Like we won't talk about these things at home, and then it'll come out because we do really enjoy just hanging out with each other and spending time with each other. So I think sometimes like the fights or stuff will come out on stage because we both are so fascinated with ourselves individually that (laughs) and we so maybe the jury thing is is out but we both find ourselves so interesting so then it's like oh well here's like an interesting thing with our relationship well well and and also do do you find like it's easier to be vulnerable as performance than it is like just the two of you um i do hmm no, I don't find it easier to be vulnerable. I find it when there's an audience watching, the other person has to listen to what you're saying and is kind of held accountable. Yeah. Um, because there are people watching, and if that person's just like no, 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 and just like goes into the bathroom, which not that Dan has done that, but uh, but he can't. You know, you're in front of an audience, and so you he has to sit and listen to what you're going to say because we both care about how good the show is, mm-hmm. you know, and and so in that way, it's kind of like I hate. I really don't want to think that my that our shows or anything, our therapy, but me on the Harmontown show is different from me on this show. It's a different thing. I'm on the show as his girlfriend. And so that comes into like the quote unquote performance of the podcast because it's important because that's why I'm there. I'm not there necessarily because I'm funny, even though I oh, am. Oh, yeah. Okay. No, no. I, I know. I, I, I think, I think I'm funny and I think I'm a good performer. I don't know that I always am on that podcast because I'm there in the context of not being like, Ah, th- this segment with this person. I'm not Jeff. I'm not. I'm not Bobcat. I'm his girlfriend. Um, but Lowe's. When I think of Lowe's, I think of, oh, hey, honey, how was work? Fine. Okay. And then you know that partner going and playing video games, and you going off and doing a different thing, and not really talking, and then being like, are we still? 
you know, I'm not thinking of Lowe's as in, babe, babe, put down that kitchen knife. What do you, stop you, so that, that's our baby. You know, I'm not thinking of that. Yeah, no, that I, sounds, thought you were, I thought you were just going to cut into some cake. <laughs> <laughs> don't use that knife on the don't cake. They brought a cleanse. They brought a cleanse. I bought a cake knife. We never <laughs> use it. <laughs> yesterday, so, so I started this cleanse yesterday, and if anyone's ever done the master cleanse, uh, it makes you, and I'm doing it to jumpstart just a new diet and not drinking for a little while. And it's easier for me to do it this way. But like last night I was so crabby, like everything. And I knew that I was going to be crabby and I was really trying to just like not even talk to Dan. Literally <laughs> just like, just don't just, you know what? I was watching a period movie, like a period film, like a period. <laughs> I, I had a couple questions. <laughs> I, was, I was watching the BBC's Emma and I was just like, you know, comfortable, whatever. And everything was fine. And we were fine. And I, wasn't like nitpicky or naggy because you every like a footstep sounds like you know turkey turkey what? <laughs> a ham sandwich <laughs> piece of pie <laughs> he's walking on that pie in there <laughs> just everything like I had to watch this movie because there was no food in it like I knew that they would just be eating drinking cheese oh. no that oh don't no, I, no no I mean I only say that because I I empathize so hard with this I mean right. I I feel like I fucked up my life for a long time because of my eating issues because I was so obsessed with becoming thinner that I wouldn't eat enough and Zach and Brandon and you as well like you guys all saw me do this which was never super extreme but enough that I would limit my eating so much that I would make myself miserable and I think that's right. and I think it, it plays a role in like and you know obviously no one who's listening really knows this but we performed together and I I left our performance group because I wanted to do other things, and I think now looking back on it, a big part of why I was not happy, like performing, was because I was genuinely not happy. Which is play like, and a huge part of that was like not eating enough and being for years obsessed with losing weight and, mm-hmm. and not and not being able to make myself happy because I was always under the weight of like I have to be this much thinner and I can't eat this and I can't do this, and it's right. like it's super oppressive, and that's why I say ah. Because I feel that totally. and I hate yeah. it. How does how do you think that affected your relationships with women? Um, I it didn't help it. I mean, I I was like, I mean, I dated. I think during that time, like, I dated a few people. It got so I was dating someone, uh, like that between two thousand, essentially uh, two thousand seven, two thousand nine, approximately, and that ended. And like after things ended, I was like, okay, I'm gonna lose the last 10 pounds of whatever this weight I had left. And then, like, that's when I sort of got super extreme. I would, I would, like, uh, I worked on a TV show, and so there was always craft service, and I would have days where I would, like, try and eat somewhere in the neighborhood of, like, 1500 calories which if like you're a tiny girl that's not that much but for a dude like i'm 510 i'm like now i'm yeah, like that's not enough yeah it's not yeah. enough and and so i would like um and and so it was <clears throat> it was really stressful on me and and i dated a couple of people here and there but i was also like i had no desire to be physical with any women like i i was like this sort of like just sort of humming along in life, I think, for a large part. And I think it totally, like, made me sort of not jazz to date. And also, women I was with, like, I'm sure they were, you know, well aware that I was, like, not super excited to go to bed with them or anything like that. <laughs> because I know, I, of, because I, of that flag you used to wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> or, or when he kept when he kept saying at the end of the night, "Take care of yourself." <laughs> oh. Oh. Do your worst. Oh. Uh, well, and now now with that that period of your life kind of behind you, how do you think like your views on I don't know relationships or whatever have changed since then? Or yeah, I mean, I think I'm a lot a lot more open to being a lot more capable of being happy. A lot, you know, I can actually enjoy sex and enjoy a lot of things that I couldn't. And so it, it's a lot better. I mean, granted, I'm still single, but um, I think I'm I'm in a much more open place to receive someone. Receive Would you say someone. that you're <laughs> 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 to take cool. someone inside <laughs> you? <laughs> Come to me. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a big thing. Like we've talked about, we've talked about weight on this on the show before, but not really like in the context of dating or how it makes you I mean, social. I so I don't know. I mean, I haven't talked to you know. I I don't talk about it a lot, but I I mean, I mean now you can anyone can hear that there's a lot. Like I have a lot of feelings and thoughts about this, and I don't know anyone else who's who's been affected the way that I was by like my eating habits and how sort of numb it made them. But it, that's how it affected me, you know. Right. I think food plays a big part, though, because like even I, I wouldn't I don't know. I'd feel weird dating someone who was like had like a weird diet. Like my dad's dated someone before who she was like a woman who like would only eat like pasta, like, you know, noodles with butter and like chicken breast with no sauce and like bread. And like that was it, you know, like I get it. An eight year old. Yeah. yeah. My dad dated an eight year old. That was the weirdest part. But the food thing was strange. But it's like, yeah, like a weird eating habit like that even would be weird. Or like I would feel uh, really? Why is that? That's interesting. Well, so much I of an just early part of at like a, a restaurant. Right. So much she's of a, like so much of an early part of a relationship, right, is going out to yeah. eat one and the hopes of them seeing you naked and you seeing them naked, yeah. right? right? And like both those are the two things that would be affected by like, but you it's know, like body yeah, but also especially for right? I, I would imagine like especially for Brandon, like you were so concerned with how happy someone else is, yeah, like romantically. Like I could see. I could see it being really hard, like going on a on a dinner date with you if you were, <laughs> if one of you were was on a diet. Yeah, I always just feel weird, like you know, if you take them over to someone's house and they're cooking dinner, it's like, oh, wait, can you make sure to have some like some noodles with butter and and chicken with no sauce because that's all she'll eat. Or, I mean, like, that's really that's just obnoxious. Yeah, but I would, I you know, and this is maybe too much, but it's like I would be weird like dating like a vegetarian because I would be like, really. Well, I don't yeah. want to be a vegetarian. I like eating meat. <laughs> exactly. It's like I I, 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 love cooking, but like I don't know how to cook only vegetarian yeah. dishes and like. I, I've, I don't I've, know. I've literally not called a girl back when I found out like she didn't like mushrooms. <laughs> like, like anybody that's a picky eater, I'm like, that's you're, you're a child. Get out, get out of here. You know, like oh, funny. Yeah, I mean. Uh, Vegetarian is not so bad, but it's someone who's like, I only eat like these kind of things. It's like, why? I don't understand what's wrong with you. Well, yeah. Well, also, it makes you feel bad about the way that you eat. Yeah, I think I would have a hard time dating a like really strict vegetarian. Yeah. Well, and it's like, what else? I don't know. What else is that? I would say immediately about become a vegetarian. Yeah. That's what, what I did. Happen. I dated someone who was vegetarian. I became vegetarian for like a year or so. But she was also emotionally abusive. So, <laughs> so you did she, that too. She didn't bully you into giving up yeah. steak. Yeah. <laughs> but that you could handle. It was the no steak. That was awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Hey guys, this is the commercial. Uh, I have a big announcement. First of all, March 2014, Los Angeles, 
We're going to have a This Feels Terrible meetup. Meetup! It's going to be great. Uh, details to be determined, but uh, we're working it out right now. I'll announce the, uh, the date very soon, all over the place, all over the Tumblr and the Facebook and on this podcast. Um, it's going to be fun. I want to get together with the uh, listeners of this podcast, and we'll have a, a mingle Maybe there'll be some love connections. It's not necessarily, or it's not a singles mixer in any way, but if you are in Los Angeles, around Los Angeles, and want to hang out, maybe, um, I hope you want to hang out with me. Maybe you just want to hang out with me, or maybe you want to meet other people that are into this podcast, Uh, or maybe you hate this podcast and you want to find out um, what the people look like that listen to this (laughs) podcast. Confidence, confidence, Aaron, confident. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be super fun. There's gonna be pizza for sure. It'll be something either super low cost, meaning if we like go to a museum or something, or totally free. It's gonna be fun. Maybe we'll do a potluck. Just keep that in mind. March. Um, my three uh, guy friends that you're listening to on this episode are going to uh, be there. Um, if you, uh, if maybe you have a, a secret crush on uh, one of these three great fellas, <laughs> again, so sorry, guys, that I am doing this to you. Um, please uh, come on out. We'll probably have some past this feels terrible guests there. Maybe I'll partner up with another feral, feral show. We'll see. It's gonna be a lot of fun. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, now, I uh, I want to talk about uh, Warby Parker. Dot com, which is the the company that I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. Um, genuinely, really, really excited that they're sponsoring the show. Uh, if you're listening now and you're on the computer, just go to warbyparker.com and uh, slash Aaron, or just go to warbyparker.com and check out. Just check out how awesome it is. First of all, the company uh, they sell they sell prescription glasses and non prescription sunglasses. They're named after. Um, two characters from novels by Jack Kerouac, which is which is pretty rad. Their aesthetic is awesome. Um, I kind of th- this sounds really lame and really made up, but I genuinely um, really enjoy looking at their website. And right now, in a time when I'm looking at color palettes and stuff because I'm planning a wedding, uh, I uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty awesome. Also, the the main reason why I love I'll tell tell you why you should love Warby Parker in a second. But the the main reason to buy glasses from them, I think, is that for every pair of glasses that you buy, they donate a pair of glasses to somebody in need. And last year, they donated five hundred thousand pairs of glasses to people who couldn't afford glasses, which is so so cool. Imagine not being able to afford glasses. That's that's. Your sight is so important. Um, obviously, that's the dumbest thing I've ever said. Your sight is so important. But, uh, but for some people, they, they literally can't see because they can't afford glasses. So for every pair of glasses that you buy from them, they donate a pair of glasses. That's reason enough for me to buy um, all of... I mean, I don't, I don't need glasses, vision brag. But, um, but I do need sunglasses. So I'm certainly going to buy a bunch of sunglasses from them. Also, for those of you who, have, uh, who need prescription glasses... Which I, by the way, uh, I love glasses. I'm, I'm, I, I would like to admit to you a dark, a dark, maybe this isn't that dark. 
Recently, my uh, my my boyfriend, my the my fiance, I guess my betrothed, Dan, um, mentioned that his eyes are getting a little. He's having to, he's straining his eyes a little bit, and I got so excited at the thought of him needing glasses because I really love the way that uh, glasses look on men. So, you know, take that take that that to the to the bank and cash it, and then use that pride to go to warbyparker.com slash Aaron. Uh, so, so <laughs> they also they have this cool they have this cool program where if you're buying glasses, I mean it's a really big decision buying glasses. Obviously, like it's you're adding something to your face that becomes part of like the 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 way that your face looks. Obviously, it's like adding a nose to your face. So they have a program where you can uh, try bring home five pairs of glasses for five days. You pick a random five pairs, so you don't have to. Um, you don't have to stress out over your choice online. You keep them for five days. You choose which pair of glasses you want, and that's totally free. That home try-on program is totally free. It's really cool. So please do this. Um, and and I, I care more about this in a... Uh, it's, so, it's so neat that they donate glasses to people who need glasses. Um, so go to warbyparker.com. That's W-A-R-B-Y parker p-a-r-k-e-r.com slash erin e-r-i-n and uh check it out and tell me what you think i think they're they're pretty cool um that's all for uh for that let's get back to the show so the the four of us as friends have history but i don't think that the four of us have ever like sat down and like openly talked about anything that happened between you guys <laughs> I don't know. I'm like deflecting it. I don't, like we, I don't think the four of us have ever like chatted. I know that I've talked to each of you individually about stuff, but we have kind of a sorted history. So. As all people who are close, I think have, yeah. but we definitely have it. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Eddie, why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I've like sworn off each of you at separate times <laughs> as friends. <laughs> Um, I don't. I, I don't know. I mean, do you? Should I just like talk about individual episodes <laughs> of why our friendships are losing faults in other people? Yeah, real airing of grievances. I know. <laughs> oh boy, I guess that's true. Like, I just realized that. Like, I, I guess at a, a time or another, that like things have been like weird with with each of you, and yeah, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think we're for one reason or another, right? And I don't know if we're if you're necessarily included in this, but the three of us, Zach, Brandon, and I, have very like I think we work together like as friends and as comedians really well, but we are so different in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And I like I know for me, I can be super harsh about things. Like I'm I'm very cool, but like when I feel like I've been wronged, uh, whether I'm right or wrong, I will be very like. Uh, confrontational and <clears throat> be like, this is this is fucked up, and if you don't fix it, we're done. And th- that I, I think that's like right or wrong. That can be how how I am, and it's not always the right way to go. But I, I feel like I've I've done that to you guys, and I I apologize. <laughs> oh, it's okay. <laughs> okay, cool. I mean, I guess we could go around the circle and apologize. <laughs> and, no, and, I like and really that. like like general okay. general. Yeah, personal <laughs> growth. Um, okay. Well, 
And we've all lived together. The three, the yeah. three of yeah. us dudes have all lived together. I mean, Zach and Brandon have lived together longer, and, but and we might as well have lived with Aaron. She's we spent a lot of time around each other in various periods of our life. Yeah, yeah. And our uh, we have another friend, Jeff, who used to be around a lot. Now has a baby, and mm-hmm. Jeff and I used to live together. And we did a lot of projects together, mm-hmm. shows, sketches, yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, when I let's see, I don't know how to talk about this. Well, when I first met Zach, I had a big crush on Zach. I don't know, and, was, I think, <laughs> and, and I think at that time, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, Eddie had a bit of a crush on you, right? Or maybe uh, before that. Or, um, I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, I'd like to think so. I think you had a crush on me. Yeah, I'm. I I don't. It's, it's all I have. It, and Eddie has a thing for funny women in general. Right? right. Yeah. So, yeah, sure. I mean, I thought about you a lot. <laughs> I, was, I was ready to receive you. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Um. Yeah, well, Zach and I, I met I met Zach because he was house managing. Yeah, he was, was an intern doing... and you were a performer. Yeah, yeah, when I first moved to L.A. Yeah, and I threw myself at you. Did you? I, See, you and this yeah. is part of my problem in life. I'm, well, <laughs> and I think, especially at that period in my life, I was not good at reading signals from women right. at all. Well, I'd like to talk, I'd like to discuss very briefly about, <laughs> discuss the, talk about our our brief night together. Sure. <laughs> Which actually wasn't a brief night because of this, like, not reading signals right. thing. Should I be sketching this as you guys go? <laughs> um, I don't, when would have this been? I mean, this is, I don't even think I was on, we were doing improv together. Well, we had or known each other started? for a while, I okay. feel like. But I mean, maybe, maybe not maybe that we long were, time. Maybe we knew each other for a year or something like that. Okay. Yeah. But we were we were all we were all friends. Yeah. And we were leaving IO Improv Olympic where we do shows, and we went to you and I. I remember like I like I had the I had this fleeting crush and uh, at, oh no we were doing improv together for sure yeah I think it yeah we yeah. Were. And so I, I I suggested that we go to Waffle, which is a restaurant nearby. We stayed and like had drinks, and I was sure that that what it was leading up to was us going back to your house and making out, which was around the corner. And we went back to your house, and I have never I have never put out more signals for someone to <laughs> start kissing me. I was like sitting on the counter, like leaning in. To, I don't. I'm probably probably touching my mouth a lot. And you're like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> which are my signals? And then this is before you had got the kiss me tattoo removed. <laughs> Unless it's important. Like the. I mean, it's safe. To, like I can say that. You know, like the the my attraction to like hanging out with you guys was so like I'm still attracted to hanging out with all of you. So I think most of my my crush was just like I just like love hanging out. Not to take away, also also you're very handsome. <laughs> that was like second or third on the list. <laughs> uh, it's like yeah, he's he's a handsome dude, but God, he's so fun. To, <laughs> his buddies are so fun to hang out with. Oh, I love those fart jokes. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know how much of this you've repressed, but <laughs> we we did not make out. I, I was like, can I see your room? Can we hang out in your room? <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> oh my God! We went into your room, 
and like you were sitting on the bed and I was like sitting on the chair and there there were several times when I was like oh he's he's going to kiss me no no he's no he's no he's not we both got into your bed <laughs> Yeah, Do you remember I, this? I remember that part. <laughs> yeah. I was Take like, care of yourself. <laughs> but still, like, had not kissed. No, no. And I, I said, I, I think I said something like, like, I'm cold. You're so stupid. Like, let me get in your in your bed. And it took forever. And then finally we made out. And I don't, I think I can speak for both of us to say that, like, it was not a match made in. I don't know. It was a, there were fire. <laughs> oh. No, that's no, not no, true. No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> For listeners at home, he just did a reverse slide whistle dick. <laughs> reverse no, slide was, whistle dick. <laughs> he is now crumpling up his love letter to Aaron. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, and it's interesting. And it's like I, I, I now that you mentioned all those things, you know the the funny thing that I, I that really stands out from that whole night that I well, there's uh, no things that we don't have to go into. But, um, the thing before that that stands out is is you got a split pea soup at the waffle. I remember that because I had some of oh. it. It was terrible. What kind of dumb bitch order split that, pea soup? That, 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 that detail sticks out in my mind. But yeah, well, okay. And then to jump forward because... Right, we no. Don't, we don't kiss and tell, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, do, we do awkwardly describe not kissing. But, um, no, and, and I think like it was, it was weird because I think like because we were friends and we did maybe this is like the theme of the episode right like guy guy girlfriends uh and and like I don't think I I I always thought you were cool and attractive but for some reason cuz like we were buddies and we were teammates and all these things yeah, yeah. I didn't look at you necessarily in a sexual way and I think that's probably go. why I was so slow on the uptake like you know until um you uh, forced yourself upon me. <laughs> no. No, it, was, it was consensual. It was. <laughs> but then, I mean, well, we're, we're not going to say, like, I mean, I think there's a very, I mean, we could say afterwards. If we, we did not have sex. We no, no, we sex. didn't have yeah, sex. Yeah, yeah, no. Just for the listeners. No, no. <laughs> but this is what it would for sound those, like. For, for those keeping score. <laughs> that, is, that is one of the few notches not on Aaron's belt. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh. Edit that out. Burn. <laughs> No, we're keeping it. No we're going to play no, it throughout no, the no, sl- <laughs> no slut shaming. Um, uh, well, but and, and what I've always like lo- looked back on and thought was like maybe the most interesting part of that, as far as like what it says about me and my problems, is uh, <laughs> is after that, right? Like the couple weeks after that, right? And even like maybe like the year after that, because like I think our our relationship went through this real weird arc where like we started as friends and uh, you know collaborators and all this mm-hmm. stuff. We hooked up. And then we had a phone call, like, the very next day where I called and I was like, hey, like, we're fine having that just be, like, the one. Because I also, yeah. like, similar, I had similar, like, feelings for you and that I was like, oh, he's attractive and he's whatever. But I never was like, oh, he was, he, because you were such, in such a friend place in my mind. like it, Right. Would, you, you weren't thinking relationship or something like yeah, that. Yeah. I was just thinking sweet, sweet. Just sweet, sweet. Just sweet, Well, but, and. But okay, so then and then after that, um, I think like maybe the next six months or so, and again, we're still doing all these projects together. We see each other three times a week or something like that. Right. And like, I think I was really hard on you. Yeah. Yeah. After that. <laughs> oh yeah, a lot of sense memory just came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There were several yeah. pre and post shows that everybody was a witness to when I might have yelled at you. Um, and and I think I don't I don't I think there was a couple things. A, um, I. 
I think I had to mature through that and like how I how I treated my friends in general. I don't think I was that good to all of my friends. But then specifically you and I and I don't know what this is because I've kind of experienced this with other women that maybe I you know hooked up with or, or maybe right. dated. Wasn't good enough. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. I thought I'm being a huge laugh from you. I don't know if you've ever experienced this, maybe with other men, or if you guys have experienced this with with women. But like after you hook up or date briefly, and like even if it ends on great terms, and I think ours ours ended on fine terms, you know, or it didn't even end because it didn't. Yeah, really begin. yeah, we had a, like a very like it was light a mutual phone call under, and it was, yeah, like, it was fine, a mutual yeah. understanding. It was great, but then like I don't know, I there was like there was a weird resentment and like. I don't know what it was uh-huh. on my part, like a, a mild anger. And th- I had nothing to be angry about. Right. You and you think do- the resentment had to do with that that night? No. No. Right? I mean, yeah. you, you literally did nothing to yeah, earn yeah. my resentment. It was great. We had fun. And, like, you know, it wasn't like you were like, okay, Zach, you know, this will never happen again. It wasn't even like that. No, no. You know, it was, yeah. it was just like, okay, that's over. And and I don't know what that stems from. And I don't know if that's, like, a weird Catholic sex shame thing right. or – or just be, like maybe I was mad at myself and I for like something and I projected on you. I don't know, but like yeah. it, and it took me like a year to get over that and to just be like cool to you again. And I I'm sorry I, for that bad year. That's but. okay. I, I remember I tried to talk to you about it once, and you said I don't remember anything else from the conversation except you saying, "Aaron, it's just there's always just so much," <laughs> <laughs> which was which was true. I think like you, we had that phone call after maybe. We watched. We all watched. Um, what's that? What's that movie with that Irish couple and the once? One? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. <laughs> Talk about or love twice. Waking <laughs> the divine. <laughs> um, yeah, and I think like I I was sad or something, and like you got really frustrated that I was upset or something. There was some kind well, of well, and you know, and, and I don't know. Some of this was magnified too. Through I think that was a period in your life, maybe that year. Oh yeah, there was, I, there a, lot was of, a lot of like relationship drama and yeah. a lot of like boy drama and stuff like that. And and maybe I, you know, I, I didn't have the patience. I will yeah. say, Zach, the, you used to also be more critical of everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. I think you used to let people's little like quirks or the things you found annoying in them like really get to you i remember having a conversation with you years ago when you were like you know i gotta i gotta just realize that people are people and then they make mistakes and like i think you've like become much more like friendly towards people uh when they first get to know i mean you're a very friendly guy and like you're so nice but i think at first like a lot of people used to think that like you didn't like them she would kind of have like kind of a you know, a, a, a rough, a dickish, a rough, yeah. Well, and, you know, and, I, and I credit you, Aaron, for that because I think it was like that was the big turning point for me. Like after like six months or a year of like you know, like kind of getting in arguments with you and like finding all the you know just being stupid with you, and I had to say to myself, it's like okay. I either have to accept Aaron for who she is, flaws and femaleness <laughs> and backhandedness of this no, 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 no. Thanks to your fucked up pussy. Lady. Just vegetarian. But, but it's true. It's like, it's like I, I have to either accept you for who you are and not for who I want you to be, or I have to stop being your friend. You know right. what I mean? And it's like, I was like, oh, no, I want to be her friend. So it's like, I and I accept her fully for who she is, you know? And nice. it's like, uh, and I've been much, ha- and I feel like I've been much happier, and we've been, had a much better friendship 
Oh yeah. Since since maybe I don't I, even I don't even think I about the dark out. year. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure tra- I'm sure that had some effect with all my relationships with women. Too. <laughs> <laughs> it did definitely like to me, and I'm sure this was like an oversimplification because I was going through a lot of stuff. But I always the way that I felt about it at the time, and I think what when I would go to like what I would when I would bitch about it with with anybody else, like is it what am I like? It always just felt like. You, because I was just womaning around everywhere, like, but but I was also like being obnoxious, but still was. Well, but you know. I mean, I think that's also you were talking to a friend, and like that's what you do with a friend is right. like you say like this is what I'm going through, and then like so we have to move on to the Brandon chapter, don't we? Oh, oh yeah. Well. <laughs> this is like my nightmare. Says, no, I but hate, you love like, talking about your feelings. Uh, <laughs> I'm such. I don't like. Ugh. Brandon be- is crying right now. <laughs> I, I could cry. I could cry. Uh, yeah. If I can go back for a second, I, I believe that the woman in once wasn't Irish. That's true. She they was not Irish. Russian or Czech, Czech or something. Yeah. yeah. Now right. we, no, we can continue. <laughs> okay. Now that you're comfortable. No, I'm not. Com- I hate like uh, kiss and tell. I, you know, I just I'm like a really private person about that stuff. But let's do well, it. We don't have to talk about like specifics. More interested in like how it affected everyone's friendship. Yeah, um, I want specifics. <laughs> but I mean, like this is this is like, man, uh, like, that's like me to a T. Where like I I I get so attracted to my friends, and like the more I'm around like a woman, like the more attracted to her I get in like a weird way. And like so many of my relationships have started off with like friends, uh, and a lot of uh, that's like one thing that like. I really, I sometimes like I don't like about myself because I feel like it can ruin so many friendships. Well, you have a ton of female friends. Yeah, you always like I ever since I've known you, you've always had a lot of close I female friends. Woman. No, <laughs> no, I, I, I love. I get along really well with women, and like uh, I get along okay with guys, I guess. But I don't know. Like <laughs> in, in school, it was it's much easier to be friends with girls, and like. And, and how do you think? Like, and then you also mentioned that like you. End up like developing this attraction and things yeah. like that. How well, does that play like into it? Because he's also like a Casanova a little bit. Like you, I can be. I think I can be charming. You're less I, I now. never you used to you I, used to be a little more predatory. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. You know, like that. It was it was just like I loved like that that thrill of getting close to someone and like you know the whole thing of like, getting to kiss them, getting to see them naked. You know, all those things and like I, it, it just takes over sometimes, and I really. I don't know. It's something I don't like about myself in a lot of ways. It won't stop me, but uh, <laughs> I, I just, I, I don't know. And I think I can be, I never thought of myself as someone who could just like walk up to a girl and like s- swoon her in a way. But like, if you have to hang out with me for any long periods of time, I think I can win you over. Uh, <laughs> well, I think I can I, charm you. Yeah. I mean, this, so for, for the listener and for Brandon's comfort, um, JK, not for Brandon's comfort. <laughs> oh, thank uh, God. <laughs> um, maybe like through the Zach thing. I know that I remember like the first, I remember the first time I saw Brandon standing <laughs> when I was, <laughs> that sounds so silly. But it, I remember like when I first met you, you also have a thing where people think that you don't like them. Sometimes. Yeah, I've been told that a lot and I don't know what it is. I always thought I'm very nice. You you I are. I think I think it's I think it's just that when you like your resting position looks very like serious and mm-hmm. you know whatever. But I remember like I I played an improv show with you guys and you guys did a rap warm up that you had done a million times before and and the brand was so good at the rap warm up and you know Brandon has this hair and <laughs> 
Um, I have so, hair. Yeah, but then but then I was like, oh, he really doesn't he really doesn't like me. And then not that there was like this big long crush developing, but I think maybe like through the Zach thing, I don't know, Brandon and I became really good friends. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, this speaks to people ask a lot. Um, we'll send in emails about you know casual happenings between friends and like if that's a great <clears throat> idea. Um, what do you think, Brandon? <laughs> it's tough. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think there's there's two sides to this, in my opinion. Uh, I think society has kind of put us in this mode of, you know, monogamous relationships and, uh, uh, you know, one man, one woman, you get married, you spend your lives together, that right. whole thing. Uh, but then at the other time, everyone has different urges, obviously, but like a lot of times people feel different ways and I, I don't know, like I've... <sighs> I, I I don't believe in the like you know your soulmate or anything like that. I think you can love so many people and like these details are getting steamy. Yeah. I know. I know. <laughs> no, I don't know. I, follow, I only have one urge and that's cake. <laughs> I, I, I never see this like you know you can only like love one person or things like that. Like I have like love for a lot of people and I love I love a oh, lot of people. And, like, I mean, are, are, wait, you I kinda, think, are you kind of saying that like sex doesn't have to be a big deal and it's just like that's one what I think. I think I think friendship. <laughs> I, well, it did. It did for me. Like, it, like it's tough because I think we've been trained to make sex like this huge big deal, and yeah. then you got to save it for this person. Right. And like, once you have sex with a person, it, and it's changes, a big deal, and yeah. it is a big deal, and uh, it shouldn't be super casual. Right. Um, but it also doesn't need to be like an earth shattering thing. No. If it happens between two people, and I think it can help relationships in some way, but I think. Uh, it's also dangerous when it's like a secretive thing or like it's right. Yeah. Or if you're cheating on somebody, you know, that kind of right. stuff, like that's when it can get dangerous. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, I don't know the answers, you know, and as far as like what, like the, whatever ever happened between you and I, like mm-hmm. it always at the beginning, like it definitely felt like, or maybe the whole time it really felt like an extension of our friendship yeah. in a way, which makes me sound like this, this um, either a, not to slut shame, either makes me sound like a whore or makes me sound like the, this, this like free love, no jealousy type of a person, which I'm no. not. But that's what I mean. There's, there's a middle ground in there and like, you shouldn't feel like a slut. No one should ever feel like a slut. No, no, no. And I did like I having mean, like, sex with somebody yeah. uh, outside of the parameters of what society tells us a relationship should be. You it know, felt, it felt weird. Like at the time it felt, I mean, it was a secret, mm-hmm. even though I think you guys it knew. It was the worst kept secret yeah. in the world. Well, I mean, and granted, we never, neither of you ever said I had sex with the other, but like the constant tickle fights. <laughs> and, and just constant. like, and like, you, I mean, you're both like, you both can be very kind of like handsy and like flirty. <laughs> and it's like you two, just like for whatever that couple months or six months or a year or whatever, it's like you two were always very like handsy and uh, flirty and stuff with each other. I was like, oh, they're probably having sex, right? Or have, or, or will, yeah. or something. I always, like, when when Brandon and I would sneak around, I always felt so awful about myself, like, sneaking past Zach's door because I hadn't <laughs> been there. You know what I mean? Like, that whole... But it was always over at the house. But, but it would always happen, like, it was always very, like, drunk and very... Yeah, I mean, I think but, in a lot of ways we were, you know, just... Fulfilling each other's needs. 
I don't, well, no, I don't think that's no way, true. No, no, no. There's Were no your way needs to like, fulfilled? <laughs> there's no way to like say it without being. Uh, it's uh, every way to. It feels like every way to talk about it, it feels think, like so melodramatic. But it, no, I mean the bigger deal for me, like Zach was saying, like the tickle fights and the like. I would do a show at UCB, and then I would when you were doing lights at IO, I would mm-hmm. run to IO just so I could like. I don't know, flirt with you in the booth. And then when there would be like another girl there or if you would be like really flirty with another girl, even though we weren't dating, I I felt it would make me feel really bad and like really jealous so, and competitive. I mean, it, so is the moral that like you can't just have sex? With- I think you can. Well, I think you can. But you have to be more upfront about it than we were being. Yeah. Uh, and we weren't, like, having maybe, sex all the time or anything like no, that. No, 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 we weren't. Like, the, like the, the more the more intimate thing that I think about are, like, like, Brandon and I would hang out in, like, well into, like, early, in the, into the wee hours, just, like, Yeah, we would have a talk all the time. Yeah, but we would also talk, like, with my head in your lap or no, yeah, it was very, and, like, it was like often a, nothing would happen. Yeah, it was, a, it was just, like, a closeness. And, like, that's something I, I, I crave... A lot. It's just like affection and like closeness and like I love right. that. And a lot of times to me, that's all I I need. You know, sometimes it's like uh, going all the way to like having sex is like a fucking. That's a lot of work. But I would love to just like even now, it's like I would love to meet a girl and we go back to my place and we just lay in bed and just like sleep next to each other and just have that like warmth and like the closeness with another person. Like I don't need that sex right now. Right. Yeah. That sex. It's <laughs> it's all it's also interesting because uh, obviously there were there were a lot of circumstances and you know you guys were keeping it a secret. And so we we talk about it in retrospect like oh it was this thing and it was like you know I feel like we're kind of discussing it in almost a, maybe a little bit of a shameful way. Not to put that on either of you, but it feel like it comes out a little bit. But like in a way also like in a vacuum, kind of what you guys had was cute, you know? I mean, like, you guys enjoyed spending time with each other. It was like... I remember you being really upset about it. Really? Yeah. Or I you mean, were... Oh, go on. You were you were mad about the, the secret part of it. Right. And he's big into honesty and openness. Right. Yeah. Maybe more more so in, in my past. Now I'm much more deceptive. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I mean, we you know, obviously my... My opinion changes over time, and not even to say that whatever. Oh, I'm not, right I'm not saying. Yeah. I'm not saying the. And I'm I, not questioning what you're saying now. I'm I just saying that any, at the time. Huh? I don't have like any shame about it. The only thing I would feel bad about is if like ever hurting your feelings or making you feel like worth not worthless, but like right. worthless. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, we did I, have that I loved one you very much, fight and about it. I still it. love you very much. You know, like I love you too. Oh, thank you. Uh, Let's. Go do it. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> uh, do, oh, you got a little his room. <laughs> um, uh, no, but I, that, that, I mean, I I don't regret any. Uh, the only thing I would regret is just like ever making you feel bad or right. You know, no, it, it was fine. Sad I mean, it was also like, like yeah, like Eddie's saying, we're talking about it, like the sad thing. But it was a fine thing, and also we, you know, it would, there are ebbs and flows. Yeah, yeah, and whatever. I do know. I can't even remember like the context of the fight, but at one point I was bummed out and I said I feel sorry for your next girlfriend yeah well we all say mean things (laughs) I feel sorry for her too Uh, (laughs) but we have her right here in the (laughs) lobby (laughs) Um, yeah but now okay so now so now that we've and all of this is what four to five years Years ago ago yeah yeah yeah, a long time ago all of this all of these events yeah yeah, now it's just been like me and Dan a lot, like a lot of just like 
A lot of pee smelling. I think his pee smells great. Okay, so now so now we can talk about this like objectively within the context of a friendship. So mm-hmm. like now that stuff doesn't seem weird at all. Mm-hmm. There's no like we don't we're still like close and everything, but there are no tickle fights or any right. like I don't think any of us see each other in a, a sexual manner anymore. Like I certainly no. think feel of you like more like a sister. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's very, and like, I and I've I'm always happy to meet, you know, the people you're dating, like, <laughs> hang out in their house and drink all their booze. Like, I'm like, oh, this is great. <laughs> I look at Aaron and I see just like, you know, some shrubbery with a bush and like maybe a, a sweater well, a on it. shrubbery is a bush. What yeah, 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 like a bush or a shrub with a sweater on it. Uh, yeah, you know, oh, I that's see how you see it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know if anyone has noticed, but I was the one guy who did not have any... <laughs> Relations with Aaron, so things are pretty much about where they were. (laughs) That's beautiful. I mean, do you did you ever feel like like you and I would hook up because I had hooked up with Zach and Brandon? I mean, I I I know I never imagined it would happen. I think like I do remember there was this one time when like because I think you and I like had our moments of being flirtatious in the past. but like I remember one time you were like I had a dream last night. Oh and God! I, like, what an asshole! <laughs> and you were like, and really? It was like, yeah, yeah. And it was like, and you guys were all, and it was the three of you guys all on stage, and I made out with two of you, but I won't tell you which one. Oh <laughs> I swear to God, this was like, oh my this God. is I'm paraphrasing the dream. You that was your window. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what interesting. An and then you ordered split pea soup, and he was like, hey, yes. <laughs> I wonder if I was trying to tell you in the shittiest way. Right, I don't know. Um, that's really obnoxious. No, uh, no. We, oh, yeah, yeah. we all do obnoxious things when we're hurt. <laughs> <laughs> when, and we've talked about this before. Like, how do you think, because we, we've met, since we've been friends, we've met several of your boyfriends, including, you know, obviously the most recent one, your current boyfriend. Like, what do you think their feelings are when it's like, hey, these are these are my uh, yeah. single bro uh, <laughs> good friends? Um, I I think, uh, yeah, I mean, it's hard because like Dan, Dan really obviously likes you two a lot, just like as friends and not even as like people that I've been physical with. Does he know that part? He does. Oh, yeah, okay. he does. Um, and I know, like, I don't know if I would pay him the same, if I would be as gracious. Well, no, that's not true. Like, he has, he also is friends with exes who we see occasionally. But, I mean, I think maybe it's different because they're with somebody or different because, or maybe it's not, I don't, I don't know. But I think that I'm closer with you two than he is with anyone that he's ever been physical with but it's weird it's hard to i think i think like other boyfriends have made a thing out of it but i don't know if they actually cared about it or if right. they were just like well, this I, is how i uh. it is weird because like i would immediately be skeptical and be like are these dudes just on deck you know what i mean like that's the right. feeling like wait there was physicality in the past i'm sure they're hoping for that to happen again or something like it's hard to convey but, like yeah no we're cool we're just i mean yeah exactly but like what the way the way i feel <laughs> and the way that i it's really hard to explain this to a current boyfriend because it just sounds insane but i think that because i have been there i have been that intimate with you too i'm not going to do it again Again. Yeah, like it's yeah. not gonna. I mean, that so I'm up. the real danger. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, 
mean, in a way, like I mean, I mean, you're not. <laughs> well, but like, something but could go horribly wrong. Really, like there's there's no sexual tension between us. Yes, right. Because, yes, like, even it, if, and it, I think if you have if you have a, a friend of the opposite gender, even for long periods of time, and even if you're not necessarily attracted to them, there's some small yes, element of yes. that, right? And literally us hooking up, and we really went for it. <laughs> <laughs> despite despite my protest, <laughs> when we go night, back and look at the tape, <laughs> there was one night where we were really. Uh, C- committed to something to to really seeing what it was like being sexual with each other like that really did kill any sort of like sexual tension and I mean it's a little bit it's a little bit different with Brandon though like it's not I mean you and I didn't date or anything I don't know maybe I think I think that it does I don't want to speak for Dan but I think like at his most insecure he would be a little a little bummed out by it. It is unfortunate you guys don't have like beautiful girlfriends that you're bringing around. That's unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> what an asshole. If you, if for me, if you could do me a favor, my birthday's coming up well, in a couple of now weeks. Now that you mention it. Um, yeah, I, I, but it is because you guys also aren't, I mean, Brandon's friends with a lot of girls, but you're not necessarily like friends with like close friends. I saw him fight a girl once. <laughs> Beat the shit out of her too. <laughs> I don't know. What do you do? You... Yeah. I mean, we have rape jokes. <laughs> there's, then... there's charges pending. <laughs> I mean, it's like if we hadn't, if we didn't have improv, I think like doing, it's funny, like improv makes you interact with people in, in different ways and in intimate ways for years. And we have been doing improv together for so long. Yeah, it is a weird thing. Like, you forget about it because we've all been doing improv for like close to over 10 years, probably. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. that amount of time. And it's like when you do improv with like someone of the opposite gender, there's like, especially around the same team and you do a lot of shows, like at one point you're going to play uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, you're going to play like husband, wife, and you're yeah. going to have like weird intimacy on stage. Uh, and it, I think it can be like a weird situation. It's it, it's a fun situation because it makes you so close to other people. Mm-hmm. But I think if you're dating someone who doesn't do improv or like doesn't do any sort of like theatrical stuff, and they see that kind of relationship happen on stage, I think it can be very daunting for them because they're like, "Oh, what what is this? What is why yeah. do you act like this around this person?" You right? Know? Yeah, yeah. It does break down that barrier because how often in in any sort of scenario, would you be so physical with, like, another person in, like, a non-sexual way, you know? Right. Yeah, in, in regular life, you never pretend date yeah, anybody. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, the, you know, there, there are rehearsals and there are all these things where you're spending a lot of and time together. And you're making, together. like, dirty jokes all the time. Yeah, you're and hanging like, out in bars yeah. together. Yeah. Tickle yeah. fights. Yeah. Tickle, Tickle fights. fights. And I don't... Tickle I don't... fights. <laughs> <laughs> Trickle fights. I don't really have any other... Guy friends that I like hang out with. They mostly would... suck. All of them suck. <laughs> <laughs> well, also like a respect thing. Like I wouldn't, like I wouldn't go. I don't know. This is a terrible example because <laughs> we slept together. But I was like, I wouldn't go hang out with. No, I I know what you mean. I, I think I know what you're saying. Like. But you were never as big a friend with like. I think I think maybe like it's also, I don't know. Speaking about like male female relationships, that is the the, the waiting on deck thing is really hard, and I te- always tend towards like, no girl, don't you don't need that guy. Like if you have a boyfriend and there's this guy who's just 
hanging around. Well, and that, that never works, right? Has that no. ever uh, uh, anybody you know that had like this long term guy friend that was clearly just like pining oh, for ever, this woman, yeah, yeah. and then and then she breaks up with her current boyfriend and goes after the the that's, undead, that, that was the, the Steve the Green, Pacey? the Steve Green oh, really? situation. That's that's what what that was. I mean, I, I do think it like, kind of works. I mean, it's weird. It's not. It doesn't work in the end. I don't think. I don't know if it's weird. I don't think it's weird. I think another reason why it's okay for me to hang out with you guys is because there was such a long time when we were, because we were doing all those projects together and spending Thanksgivings together, like, it was, I know for me, I was like, I have decided that this is my L.A. family and this is my, like, unit. It wasn't just like you were a DJ that I met one night and (laughs) hung out with and a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. You got it. Can't you imagine? I hope, you know, I hope all these mentions get, get covered over with like a, a dog howl or something. <laughs> Is there any time on this podcast to talk about the fact that I I was seeing a therapist when I was in New York and I had a and I have a crush on her? And I was seeing her. Didn't you also once date your physical therapist? Oh yeah, I did. That was I still oh. have a lot of and, and Didn't I, you also date a woman who owned an ice cream shop? No, I worked at a frozen yogurt shop. The first week I moved to he LA, dated the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly, that's very oh, true. That's, that's another thing you guys have in common, Aaron. What? Dating ice cream. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Aaron just fucks ice cream. <laughs> um, yes, there is time in this role play. <laughs> well, and you've dated, you've dated multiple older women. Yeah. As well. Yeah. Absolutely. Is there, is there something? I mean. Do you find like and and I know or or if, if even just like you're more much more likely to flirt with older women than maybe the the average man? Well, your no age. one else is paying attention to them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> the neglected subspecies. Uh. You've also been in an open relationship. I have been Ooh, in an open relationship. Let's, let's spend some time on that. Which is funny, because... <laughs> Zach. Put your dick away. <laughs> <laughs> no, leave it out. <laughs> no, I've. Been... I, you know, it's funny. So I was in an open relationship for uh, maybe a year and a half because we, I was long distance with this, this girl. And then, um, and so we were in an open relationship for a while and then she moved to Los Angeles and then she broke, she broke it off with me maybe like two months after she moved here. And like at, at one time she's like, oh, like right when she broke it off, she was like, oh, I just don't think there's like any substance to our relationship anymore was the initial excuse. But then later on, we had another conversation in which she said, I think the open relationship was tough for me to deal with. Um, so it ended up pretty, I feel like it cost me. What my, do you think it was like, what was tough for her to deal with? I think the thought, so here's, and this is so embarrassing to admit. She slept with, I think five guys while we were together. I slept with no one. <laughs> That was was too much for her to deal with. (laughs) The guilt? Was that it? Or just the possibility that you could have slept with somebody killed her? Exactly. Because there were a couple close calls. And uh, there not are other, that close. There but. are other difficulties. Like, aside from worrying that you're going to sleep with somebody, there's also, like, her, you know, there, there are other things, right? Sure. Safety. Um, and, no, that's, I mean, that's, like, a real thing. But, um, yeah, and there were, like, plans. rules. You know, we had, it was, what like. What were the rules? That you she could had to o- tell you everything? Yeah, there was, like, very open discussion of whatever happened, and that you could only sleep with that person once. And um, I you think that to, was... You had to wear a costume. <laughs> <laughs> Safety words. Pancake. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, I was... Like, I'm just not... Like, at least in terms of relationships, I'm not a very jealous person. I am jealous about other things, uh, but it's just something... 
ice cream. If someone else has ice cream and I don't, double I get, scoop versus single scoop. <laughs> I get very upset. <laughs> like, that guy get a double scoop. <laughs> Because <laughs> I already ate my first yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So you're still in line. <laughs> you're still in line. Oh, so so many you're supposed memories. to scoop the sprinkles onto the ice cream, not just eat the sprinkles <laughs> with the spoon. <laughs> Sir. Yeah, so I mean, would you ever would you ever consider and I know there's a lot of factors like has to be the right woman, has to be the right situation, all these kind of things. But would you consider it or do you think I, I think I would I would only do it again and it's not something I've ever brought up with another partner since then. But um I would do it again if if we were both on the same page. I think she again, ironic because she slept with five guys and I slept with no other women, but you know, ultimately I think I knew she wasn't cool with it. You know, she was cool enough with it, but not. But it, so think, it was your idea. Yeah, well, well, she was telling me about. I remember we were on a we were having a phone conversation. She was in Florida, and she was telling me about this guy who liked her, who was hitting on her at a party, and um, and I was just like, go for it, you know, like do it, like what, you know, I don't like if you like him more, you know, in the end, then be with him. Like I don't, you know, I'm not so worried that you're gonna like leave me for him and if you are then you're better off and so that was my mindset um but although i will say like and i i feel like i need to be honest with myself i also was like oh there was you know someone else i think i had in mind that like i was very that i wanted at the time you wanted so, to crack the door open for both right of you. right yeah. so it was it was totally there was a lot of selfishness to it but the truth is like i just I, I don't think I ever, like, I was never jealous. I mean, and then again, she she broke it off with me, and I, I think she's very happy with the dude whom she's been with for a few years. But, um, yeah, that was that was kind of how it went down. And then she, like, mm-hmm. yeah, she told me all about it, and I was like, oh, cool. I mean, I think in that context, too, you know, once everything is, like, in this compartment of, oh, it's okay, and this is, like, a sexual fun thing, it was, like, kind of hot, you know, in its own way. Right. It was back to the sex can be... Just sex kind of thing earlier mentioned. Right, yeah. right. I mean, I, I think it's always more complicated. I just yeah. rewatched the Seinfeld episode where uh, Jerry and Elaine try to just sleep with each other and still be friends and how it, you know, it doesn't work. And uh, I think it's, you know, art imitates life. Guys. Or does it? Or do, or do we feel like that's how that episode has to end? Because we can't. Uh, what network television is going to allow uh, friends to have a casual relationship on TV? You know what I mean? It's an interesting point. I hadn't thought about it like that. Hmm. Improv. (laughs) But I was also, I was also, I think, like, my friends, some of whom might be in this room, I felt like were somewhat critical of me for having that relationship. Zach. I mean, I don't, and I apologize if I gave that. I was always. Apology number three. (laughs) (laughs) Of of 12. Um, I don't know that I was critical. I certainly felt skeptical. Yeah. And I'm sure you could sense that, even though I don't know that I ever came out and and said, I'm skeptical. Well, and I didn't just mean you. I mean, I did feel like people were, it it definitely rubs people, or at least at that time, this was maybe five years ago, definitely rubbed people the wrong way. I think a lot of people would be jealous or would even, they, I think a lot of people have a lot invested in like, that can't work. Because if yeah. that works, then I'm fucked. Well, and that, I'm that's stuck in that this erodes you know. the basis for yeah, which yeah. we've built all of our relationships, right? Yeah. That like you yeah. don't have sex with other people. The yeah. author of Sex at Dawn, which Brandon recommended to me, mm-hmm. Christopher, Dr. Christopher Ryan, has another podcast on Feral Audio that you should check out. 
we're all looking Definitely. at Dustin for approval. Of our, <laughs> Aaron's that's, plug. That, it, it's a really good book, and it, it, I think it, it it brings up a lot of interesting questions about society and relationships and how they kind of play together. Right. It just takes a it takes a lot because that that open. I don't know. I don't. I don't remember. Like I don't remember like being disapproving of that, but the way that and maybe this was me projecting at the time, but the way that you were explaining it seemed really indignant to me. So I thought like, hey, is it like what's it doesn't seem it seems like there's something unhappy happening here. I don't know. I don't know. But people also do that about their relationships. How's Susan? Uh, she's great. Yeah. She's great. She's really great. <laughs> I will never I, I almost will never say something negative about a current relationship I'm in to anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're already if you're speaking ill about a current relationship, yeah. why are you yeah, in the, the current it's relationship? Crazy. Well, and it ruins the, the surprise at the end when you Break hang up? out with your friend. <laughs> everyone's like, "Okay, what was it?" <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, that's a that's a big that's a big deal. I'm glad to hear you guys say that. Thanks for being on the podcast, guys. Thanks for Thanks, having us. Yeah. Do you have great. any parting thoughts? Um, I, I just I, nope. <laughs> okay, all right. All right, I just want to apologize. <laughs> it's about time. Uh, Thank you, Aaron. Uh, and I think I speak for everyone when I say um, you're a gentle lover. We say that. We can because we have that great relationship. You're awesome. I do think of you like a sister. I've honestly yeah. spent more time around you than my actual sister in the last seven years. And uh, I care about you a lot. I'm happy for all your success with this podcast and everything else. Anything okay. that these two are going to say after me will not sound as sincere. Uh, <laughs> Silence. Uh, This show is dedicated to... (laughs) (laughs) And done. And seen. All right. That was my interview with with my three buddies. Um, I want to give you guys their Twitter information in case you want to tweet them some some stuff. (laughs) Whatever. I mean... uh, Let's let's experiment with this. If you uh, tweet them a picture of a panda bear, and they'll they'll know they'll just know that you appreciate them. Uh, Zach Huddleston is Z Huddleston on Twitter, and Brandon Barrick is Grin and Barrick on Twitter, and uh, Eddie Geller is Gellard on Twitter at Gellard, which is G E L L E R E D. All right. Let's get to some audience questions. Dustin, play the audience question song. Okay, this question is from Kirsten. Kirsten writes, I've been having some friend zoning issues. I've started to become friends with a guy from my psychology class. We've been hanging out together with some mutual friends, i.e. going out to eat, shopping, etc., He's recently told me that he has feelings for me. I told him I was not interested in a relationship right now. I honestly have no romantic interest in the guy. However, he's extremely nice, and I would like to stay friends. He keeps asking to hang out together one-on-one. I've been making up random random excuses of why I can't. I've been saying no because I feel as though I'd, I'd I'd be leading him on. I'm starting to feel guilty and uncomfortable. It's a bad mix. Do you have any advice? Well, Kirsten, uh, I definitely do. Um... It sounds like he when you when you said that uh, here's 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 the problem when you tell somebody I'm not interested in a relationship right now they don't hear um, and I've been in that position too they they don't they don't hear oh this person doesn't like me um, which why should they that's not what you said what they hear is 
uh, oh, okay, so not right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna make myself available. I'm gonna keep on. Um, I'm gonna keep on being around. I'm gonna make. You know, she'll she'll come around or he'll come around, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He didn't do anything wrong. Um, but here's here's my advice. Unfortunately, I think that uh, you have to you have to. Um, my advice is that uh, you should have a an honest discussion with him um, the next time. Maybe not even. Well, yes, the next the next time he asks and with the tone of it being the first time that you've had this conversation. And unfortunately, and it's not going to be the end of the world, it'll suck in the moment, and it might suck for a little while after that, but in the end, you'll both be better off for it. You need to have a conversation where you say, hey, I think you are a great person, but I don't see us together romantically. And I hope that's cool because I still want to be friends. The end. That's it. And he might be a little bummed out, um, or maybe he'll be relieved, or maybe he'll be very bummed out. But uh, you'll be freeing him from this idea that maybe you guys are going to get together, and also you'll you'll make things less awkward. Don't don't continue to make up excuses for why you don't want to hang out. Um, have that have that conversation with him, and then he. I'm guessing he's not going to ask you to hang out again one on one after that. If he if he does, then say, "Well, no, I kind of just want to hang out if we're all hanging out together." You know, or maybe in the future and don't say this, but maybe maybe in the future you guys can hang out one on one. Uh so that's my that's my terrible advice. Um which I don't actually think is terrible. I'm just saying that as a branding, a branding thing. I'm going to brand these. All right. Here's another question. Um, and this is a, uh, a, a, a fun, a fun question. That last question was, was fun too. Uh, where is it? Okay, here we go. This question is from, um, someone who didn't put their name, but that's okay. Uh, here we go. Um, Anonymous asks, Hi, Aaron. I was hoping I could get your opinions on what should be my second Jane Austen novel. I've been reading, I've read Pride and Prejudice and dug it. Want to try another? Thoughts? I appreciate any insight you might have. Uh, all right. Uh, I love this question. Love Jane Austen. I'm going to say if you if you want to stick with the same uh, like fun romantic comedy charm uh, that, you, that you found uh, with Pride and Prejudice, I'd recommend Emma. Next, or Sense and Sensibility. If you want to read um, a book that I love even more than Pride and Prejudice and is a little bit heavier but is still uh, super fun is Persuasion. Uh, so if you if you want to go a different route, I'd say Persuasion. If you want to stick with the same thing, I'm going to say uh, Emma or Sense and Sensibility. All right. If you have a show question, please email thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com with the subject show question. Uh, all right, Dustin, play the theme song, the show question theme song. <laughs> okay, guys, that's the show. Uh, I love you. Thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to um, get in touch, please email thisfeelsterrible at gmail.com. Follow the This Feels Terrible Tumblr. Find us on Facebook. Um, we are on the Twitter. 
uh, at Feels Terrible, or you can follow me at Erin McGathy. Um, let's uh, let's keep on doing great, everybody. Everyone's great. Uh, I love you, McGathy Tech. Pros. Lowe's wants to help you keep working. That's why we're open for pro business hours 6 to 7 a.m. Monday through Saturday. You'll find the quantities you expect with dedicated pro associates and loaders to help you get what you need fast and load you up curbside. Now, more than ever, we know you need to win every single bid. You can count on Lowe's for special values on pro-trusted brands and savings when you buy in bulk. Save yourself a trip by shopping Lowe'sforpros.com, where we can ship thousands of items to your doorstep or to the job site. Lowe's is open and pro-ready.